Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this Chargers podcast. I am your host, Fernando Ramirez, joined as always by number one on the by number one in your heart, but number 41 on the field, Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo, how are we doing today? I'm doing absolutely great, Fernando. I'm excited. Miss you, brother. I'm excited. I, you know, I already took my balance seven this morning. I'm fired up, so you're going to get a lot of energy from me, baby. Woo! How about them Chargers? I, I don't think you ever lack energy. I think, uh, if anything, you have an uh, you have over energy. You have a, a, an abundance. There you go, mom. There's a, a big word: an abundance of energy. So uh, it's uh, yeah, no, but you know what? Your sentiment is felt all over Los Angeles, all over San Diego. And I'm starting to think it's starting to get felt all over the country. Uh, the Chargers just incredible. Uh, 21 po- or 41 points, excuse me, were scored in the fourth quarter alone of their 47 to 42 victory over the Cleveland Browns. A lot to unpack, Lorenzo, but uh, give me your impressions of the game. I think I, I really believe that if you look at the Dallas Cowboys and you think about the Chargers, I think you have one of these two teams, in my opinion, are top three in the AFC and the Dallas Cowboys be the top three teams. That if There's not three teams that I would take over the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC and there's not three teams I would take over the Chargers in the AFC right now today. In spite of both these teams not having necessarily a great defense. In spite of both these teams not having maybe a great run defense, in spite of, uh, you know, deficiency at right tackle, in spite of, their, their, you know, some things that, that are going on, because you know what? It's football. You're never going to have the perfect team. You're never going to have everything that's lined up in line that you can say, oh, we can beat anybody. It's not about that. It's about being able to make plays and having a guy that you have at the quarterback position that is not a, that's not a thermometer, but always say a thermostat. That thermostat has to be able to regulate temperature. A thermometer, all it can do is measure temperature. It can never regulate. The quarterback on the Chargers, he is a thermostat. When you have a guy like that and your run defense isn't as good, or your pass defense isn't as good, You don't have as great as offensive line as you would like. But when you have a guy that is that efficient and that athletic and that mobile and that smart and that intuitive, you have a chance in the National Football League to compete with anybody on any given Sunday. And that's where this Chargers, I'm not saying they're the best, but I'm saying they're good enough to compete with any team on any given Sunday. Yeah, no, you're you're completely right, Lorenzo. And I mean, the thing is, is the, the and this is the way I present it to people, and this is how I write it in my articles. What the Chargers' defense is doing, they lack some pieces, and they know it. But what they're doing is playing bend but don't break defense. They're gonna allow you to score points, or I mean, get all these yards. Yes, on Sunday it was an anomaly. They allowed Cleveland to score a lot of points. But if you notice the film, it was a lot of missed tackles. There was a lot of sloppiness by the defense. And Brandon Staley was the first one to admit it after the game. 
But this defense, when the when the going gets tough at the end of games, they come up with stops. They stopped Baker. They were they were down forty two to forty one uh, because of the Viscayeno. Tristan Viscayeno missed an extra point. They were down, and what did the defense do? The defense clamped up. They were able to get their offense the ball back. The offense comes down the field. They end up scoring on that accidental Austin Eckler when he uh, the Cleveland Browns defense yanks him into the end zone. And then on that next drive, the defense is able to stop Baker Mayfield from scoring a game-winning touchdown. That is what this defense is doing. They did it against um, they did it against the Kansas City Chiefs a couple of weeks ago when Elohi Gilman comes up with that clutch interception. They did it to the Raiders when they were able to uh, Daniel Carlson missed that field goal. The Chargers defense was able to stop them from coming all the way back. And then they did it again on Sunday. That is what this defense is doing. During the game, they're going to allow you to do a lot of different things. They're going to give up run yards. They're going to give up pass. Yes, but when the going gets tough, Derwin James, Joey Bosa, these guys uh, and that defense clamp down and they stop the opposing offense. And that's why, Lorenzo, I think a lot of people are hyped about this Chargers team. Brandon Staley is just right now, him and his coaching staff are calling masterful games. They're really calling incredible games and i and i'm very uh i'm very impressed so far with the way they've handled themselves uh five weeks in because lorenzo you know the chargers you know the history they don't make things easy so for them to be on the winning side of all these games except for the obviously the hiccup against dallas but other than that for them to be on the winning side of all these games in one of the hardest opening schedules i thought this was one of the hardest opening schedules before their bye week you had i think four or five playoff opponents and the Chargers are right now four and one. It is very impressive what Brandon Saley and company are doing. And very well, they could be undefeated. And that's yeah. what, that's what, I mean, the last couple of weeks, you were, you're like, oh, Lorenzo the tackle. And I was like, hey, hang on. I told you, I said, wait, watch what you see with Kansas City. I told you, you remember, we can, we can go back to the tape. You remember the last podcast, I said, Kansas City Chiefs will not make the playoffs. I told you they weren't as good as what everyone thinks they are. Remember we had that conversation? No, no, no. Because I'm looking at this game. Yeah. Come on. Tell me, Daddy. No, no, no. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. I'm going to have to fire up, baby. Fire up. No, you're right. You're 100% right. You You are completely right. Yes, the Chargers. Uh, yeah, you said the Kansas City Chiefs are not what they were. They just got blown out literally on their own home turf by the Buffalo Bills. They've been beaten by uh, Baltimore. They've been beaten by the Chargers. So the three top AFC teams have all gone or have all beaten Kansas City. And Patrick Mahomes, you said it, Lorenzo. Patrick Mahomes is not going to be able to get away with the crap that he used to do, the no-look passes, the all that stuff. He's not able to get away with that stuff anymore. And uh, Kansas City, I mean, I think Travis Kelsey's uh, got hurt. So did uh, Tyree Kill. So things are things are starting to spiral a little bit in Kansas City, Lorenzo. Yeah, it's too much for one guy to do. That's because he doesn't have the people around him. And that's what I'm saying, the difference when I'm watching this Charger team. Yes, there are some holes in the Chargers team. But collectively, as a team, as a unit, they are a, pred- they are a good team. 
And that's yeah. the thing. I look at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas doesn't have an awesome defense, but what they have is Prescott in that run game. You look at Eckler. Eckler's turned out to be one of the better backs, the finest backs in this league. So now you have a running game, and now you just don't have to depend on the pass. And that's what you watch. You watch the Chargers now. That run game is balanced. That screen game, the quick pass, getting Eckler involved. I like what they're doing in the passing game. I like what they're doing in the run game. And they're doing things that are keeping this team relevant. They're doing things that are keeping them, you know, the in, in football games. So I love what they're doing. And I'm watching this team, and I'm watching this Charger team continue to fight day in and day out, how they're fighting, how competitive they are. They're competitive because their coach believes, but that defense is optimistic. If you watch the defense at opportune times when it's got to bend bow its neck and it's got to make a play, that's when they make a play. Because you know why? They believe in their signal call. They believe in that quarterback. They know when this guy, if they say, the defense is saying, look, we're not playing well. We haven't played well today. Okay, we missed an extra point. Defense, all we have to do is find a way to get a stop. Because if we get a stop with our quarterback and our offense, the way that we're winning the game, you couldn't tell me that that defense didn't walk on that field and say, all we got to do is get a stop for our offense. And that's what makes this team so deadly to me, Fernando, is because of the fact the defense knows if we can get the ball to our offense and we're down by a score, we're winning this ball game. That's how confident, that's how confident the team is in the signal caller. That's how confident this team is in one another. And right now, the same, the L.A. Chargers, bro, they're cooking, and they're cooking with Crisco, and they're going to be a tough out for anyone because when, I'm you, when you get rolling as a good team and then you start to believe and then you start to see the offense score when it has to and the defense get takeaways when it has to, oh, boy, cut my legs off and call me shorty. We might be going where? Where's that Super Bowl this year, Fernando? Where it's is an, it at? It's in L.A. Oh, we might have a home game, baby. Some home. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fernando. I'm sorry. I just got fired up, baby. I told you I'm fired up today. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I'm sure a lot of a lot of Charger fans agree with you 100. And, and honestly, I'm I'm starting to come uh, I'm starting to come around. I mean, the the crazy come part on is to my church. Come <laughs> on to my church. <laughs> I know. Well, I, 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 I've been around Brandon Saley and I've been so impressed, but it's like, okay, how is it going to work on the field? You see the way they're doing. I mean, Joe Lombardi, offensive coordinator, there was a lot of talk about him, a lot of uncertainty. Why? Because he had failed in Detroit and now he comes here. He has all these weapons and he's really putting it together. So I, hats off to him. Hats off to Brandon Saley. Uh, if you can go into this by, and we're going to get into this uh, upcoming game pretty soon, but if you can go into this bye week five and one, you're going to get Justin Jones back defensive tackle who helps against the run. He's one of their better run defensive tackles. You're going to get Kenneth Murray back from that ankle injury. You could possibly get your right tackle and Brian Bulaga back, man. They, they got some, they got some reinforcements coming, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I'm definitely, I've been very impressed with this team. I just, I can't believe they're finding different. That's the thing, Lorenzo, also, is that the good teams find different ways to win. These guys are finding different ways to win these matchups. And it leaves your jaw dropping because you're like, oh my God, like on, on, uh, 
on Sunday, I was like, oh, should I start writing my, my stuff now? And then I'm like, no, this team is going to do something. And this was at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I'm like, no, this team's going to do something and they're going to make this into a shootout. And yeah, I mean, my brother called it. My brother Daniel said, this is like a Clint Eastwood old school Western shootout. And that's definitely what it was. It, uh, it definitely turned into it. a shootout. It did, and I'm gonna tell you right now. When I say Justin, you say Herbert. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. <laughs> I mean, when you watch this guy perform at yeah. the level that he that he does, it makes you say ah. And that's why you hit the head coach is getting a lot of praise, and the offensive coordinator Lombardi's getting a lot of praise because you have to realize some of those fourth downs. You're like, oh my god, they're gonna go for it on fourth and four. They're gonna go for it on this and this. And here's the thing. They knew. They knew it was going to be a shootout, and they knew they had to convert. But here's a team, and this is a coach, that believes in his offense enough to say, go for it. Let's not get the three points. Three's not going to be enough. But they believe in Justin Herbert enough. And now once you have that belief system in your quarterback, and he walks out on fourth down, he said, this is my team. These coaches and these men believe that I'm going to get the ball to the right individual. And watch how many targets and look at Mike Evans. Everyone talk about, you know, Mike Evans. Where's it against the Raiders? Didn't necessarily have the big game. Edwards was receiver 81. I'm forgetting the name. Oh, right Mike now. Williams. Mike Williams. Yeah. Mike Williams. Look at Mike Williams, how big he was in this past game. Took away, and that's what I wanted to know. I want to know how is he going to hold his head up in tough times because he really didn't get targeted a lot against the Raiders or didn't have that many receptions. So it'd be easy to complain. But look how the next week, how he bounced back. That's what I wanted to see. We spoke last time and I said, how is Mike Williams going to respond? How is he going to do? Is he going to mope? Mad because he didn't get the ball? But look at the next week. His number was called. He didn't hold a grudge and he answered the bell. And that's the unique thing about this team. And I think that the coach gets a lot of credit, but you got to give credit. This quarterback, this guy is special. He understands he's special. And now he has the heartbeat of this team and defense and everyone around. They know as he goes, so does L.A. Chargers go. It's crazy, Lorenzo, how far we've come from Justin Herbert is going to be a bust. Justin Herbert doesn't understand the game. Justin Herbert isn't a leader. Justin Herbert's an introvert. All this stuff that was said pre-draft. And you know what's funny, Lorenzo? After that Wisconsin game, after that Rose Bowl game where uh, where or the Oregon Ducks beat the Wisconsin Badgers, and Justin Herbert scored three running touchdowns, I said, this is the next Chargers uh, quarterback. Why? Because I, I knew exactly that that kid could do whatever. Like, he would do whatever it took to win a game. That game, he took off running. He did everything he could to win that game. He did it with his legs. On Sunday, he did everything. In one of those, he takes off running, or he ran three times for 30 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown run, though, he was looking directly at the end zone, sidesteps, and kind of goes uh, the other goes the other the other way, and is able to take the the perfect angle to get into the end zone. This kid, man, he he is special. He's a unique quarterback. You saw glimpses of it last year. But this is the year where you're really starting to see him cook and put it together. Everyone was talking about, oh, he's going to have a sophomore slump. No, that's not what it doesn't happen to every quarterback. It didn't happen to Lamar Jackson. It didn't happen to Patrick Mahomes. It's not happening to to Justin Herbert. And the thing is, Lorenzo, is that the other the other two quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, they're a little bit different 
they they rely on their games in a different way. Justin Herbert is that clean cut, like he's like he just does everything the right way. The other guys are more like how how do I want to say this? They 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 kind of like they they they're more reactive to they can, they, they count on the right, reaction. They can react, how, they can make, right. Exactly. And and uh this kid is more about I'm gonna stay here, I'm gonna boom, boom, boom. Let's let's look at all my progressions and bang. The other two guys are more of like, oh, it's all breaking down. Well, let me move around with my legs and and create more and let me do more uh around the pocket. Let me get guys open. And and Justin's like, as soon as he sees it, he lets it rip. But man, the the kid is just he is special and he is unique. But uh Lorenzo, just real quick, did you make any money over the weekend? Uh, you know, baby, I'm cooking, baby, I'm hot. I'm so hot, man. All I do is go to bed online. Well, is that? <laughs> go to bed online. And I'm going to tell you right now, Fernando, yes, I'm making money. All I do right now is win, 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 no matter what. I took the Chargers over. Didn't take the game. I took the over, and it was like 50. Got that one. I took the, the I took Dallas Cowboys. I said, go on Dallas. Dallas was in, giving, giving nine. Minus nine. I took the Cowboys. I went and took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I love Tampa. I was on that one. And let me tell you what I was on, too. I said, this team's got to show me some heart. Got to come back. And I took the Tennessee Titans. Let me tell you what. I was on fire. Absolutely fire this past weekend. Won a little bit of money. Let me tell. Why don't you tell the listeners how to go on bet online? Tell them where to go. How they sign up. And let them know what they're going to get, Fernando. Hey, head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. Football, boxing, I mean, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder had a great matchup on Saturday. You got baseball playoffs happening right now. There's a lot of really good stuff going on uh, this weekend. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all, on all your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. Uh, Lorenzo, this weekend, I mean, well, let's go back to uh, Monday night. The the Baltimore Ravens, the Indianapolis Colts are all over the Baltimore Ravens. They're winning the game. Baltimore comes storming back. Lamar Jackson ends up scoring the game-winning touchdown to, to win it. This weekend, Lorenzo is a huge, another huge game. Last weekend, it was a three and three Cleveland, three and one Cleveland Browns against the three and one Los Angeles Chargers. This weekend, it is the four and one Los Angeles Chargers against the four and one Baltimore Ravens. Lorenzo, this game, Justin Herbert, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, this, this weekend is going to be, I think it's going to be electric. It, it is. And where is this game taking place? This, in ba- this in Baltimore. Where's this? How's the way? You know what? We got to talk about this one. How's the weather? What is the weather going to be like? I want to see how this team goes and how they're going to travel on the road. The weather's getting ready to get a little chillier, a little niftier. I hope it's I hope it's sunny and 70. Give me 70 degrees or 65 degrees and sunny. And my God, let the fireworks begin. This is going to be a game where the, the Chargers are going to have to figure out a way to shut down. I, I, so <laughs> it's a, one it's if a, I land, two if I see. You it's a it's supposed to be 68 degrees and partly cloudy, so it, it's going to be a good day. Saturday, it's supposed it's going to rain. Sunday, it's supposed to be uh, partly cloudy and and uh, and the sun. I love it. 
58 degrees. I'm thank you, Fernando, for getting me that weather, the temperature, what it's going to be. You. I like it a little bit more. I like those L.A. superchargers a little bit more. But uh, I tell you, this is going to be an interesting game because if you watch Baltimore, they're, they're built like the Chargers. I mean, meaning their coaches, their coaches, their philosophy, being physical. They're going to, you know, they want to score. They're going to try to, you know, want to run the ball. Both teams are going to, you know, this is about both two teams, four and one. This is an AFC game, an AFC game, but me, uh, you know, for – for who's going to be the number one team in the AFC. This is going to be a battle of attrition because you got to realize the Chargers are going to score some points. Justin Herbert is going to score some points, and this is a big game for both teams. Interesting because you know what Baltimore can do. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, you have no answer for him. This is a guy that's that X factor that can make things happen with his leg. This is going to be a game the Chargers have to get up, get up on them and have to stay up on them and make them one-dimensional. Make them a pass and make them Lamar have to beat you from the pocket. Don't look to get sacks. Make him you got to cover your cornerbacks. The Chargers cornerbacks are going to have to cover, and they're going to have to cover for a long time. They have to make Lamar Jackson beat him from the pocket, not scrambling around, not moving outside the pocket to throw the ball. Make him throw from a phone booth. Make him do that. Take it away. That's going to be a key. Got to take down a run. Make this team one-dimensional. When, when Lorenzo, when you guys, I mean, and obviously you were on offense, but what was it like having to, to play against Michael Vick? I mean, for your guys' defense, do you remember uh, having to face Michael Vick? Absolutely. Your defense is tired. Your defense is trying to get stops. And when you have a third down and five or third down and eight, and all of a sudden this guy, Michael Vick, get the ball and backs up, and then all of a sudden you see Houdini S and take off and get 15, it demoralizes your defense. Now you switch a new fed of the lineman come in. You're trying to get this guy down. When you constantly do that on third and long, especially, and your quarterback, you got him dead to rights, and you let him get out of the, the, the defensive lineman uh, calls, and he gets away and scrambles, that's the thing that you just hate because it wears you out. Also, your offense gets ready. It's third down. Everyone stands up because they think you're ready to punt the ball. So your offense stands up. They're getting ready. They're changing their mindset. Okay, we're getting ready. This is a third and eight, third and nine. They shouldn't get this. Let's get up, getting ready to get back on. And all of a sudden, you go back to the bench. You have to sit down. So the mental psyche of it, you got to stay engaged in the game. You can't get too high. You can't get too low, especially because when you got a quarterback as nifty and as nimble as Lamar Jackson, as an offensive-minded guy, you got to say, we have to score. We have to put our defense in a good situation because it's hard. It is very, very hard to keep Lamar Jackson cooped up, boxed in. He's going to get his. So you have to. You have to plaster him. You gotta hit receivers. You gotta make sure that you st- you take away those windows. So how do you do that by keeping him in the pocket? Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, the the Chargers have had a tr- had had have had trouble stopping the run. They did it against the Raiders. They weren't able to do it against Kansas City. They weren't able to do it against Dallas or even against Cleveland. Uh, but that's again that bend don't break. Well, Lamar Jackson will break you. So the Chargers need to be very disciplined this week, and there can't be missed tackles like there were against Cleveland because he he will make you pay. And uh, the, so the Chargers need to stay very disciplined when it comes to the to the to stopping Lamar Jackson with his legs. His running backs are okay. They have uh, Latavius Murray. They have uh, Devontae Freeman. They've had a lot of injuries at the running back position. So uh, obviously the the Lamar's kind of had to take on that load. I think he's eighth 
in passing yards right now, and he's uh, he's fifth in rushing, Lorenzo. So he's literally been a dynamic weapon all around for these guys. And and yesterday, you could see the Colts in the fourth quarter, their defense was gassed, and they could not make a tackle. Like, Lamar was running around, and they couldn't tackle him. In the first three quarters, they were doing so well. In the fourth, they were not. Um, I, I look for the Chargers to try and control the clock as well on Sunday. I think they need to control the clock. They were letting their defense stay on the field too long against Cleveland. And I think the Chargers this weekend kind of need to take control of the clock, make sure that their defense gets enough rest because, man, that's gonna. it was loud last night uh, when Baltimore started storming back. It is going to be loud again on Sunday. But uh, Justin Herbert versus Lamar Jackson feels like a heavyweight fight, Lorenzo. It, it, it's got a good, uh, it's got a good feeling to it. Fielder Wilder, yes, Fielder <laughs> Wilder. This is that Fielder Wilder. I think this is going to be a game. If I'm that defensive coordinator, let me tell you what I'm telling these Chargers. I'm saying, look, you got to hit Lamar Jackson. I want you to hold him up, and the Calvary's coming. You need to hold. You got to tackle him, but you got to hold him up. You got to have guys hit this guy, but tackle him high. And now when you tackle him high. Guys got to come in and clean him up. You got to hit him. Lamar Jackson's going to start feeling this end of the year. You got you're you're requiring too much from Lamar Jackson. He has to do too much with his legs. You got to keep continuing to pound him because I'm telling you, sooner or later it's going to catch up with this young man. Not saying that he can't play at a high level, but when you have to run that much, average like a hundred. What is he averaging? Hundred yards a game yeah. rushing, and then you got to think he's got to throw the ball to it. And, and get over 200 throwing. And when you have to do all of that all the time to keep your team in the game, I'm telling you, it starts to take a toll. So I think this Charger team needs to hold him up and you need to hit him. And you got to hit him often. You got to hit him hard. And you got to break this guy down because he's getting tired. You watch him yesterday. It took him a while to get going. Doesn't want to take those hits, trying to get to the out of bounds. But at times, he's got to step on it. And at times in the second half, he's going to give you some clean shots because he's going to have to press if he's going to win this charge. And he knows it. At times, Lamar Jackson has to press. He's got to run. He's got to understand. He's got to take a big hit to get that first down. They got to light him up, run to the ball, hit him. So it's going to be a physical type of game. But I need to hit Lamar Jackson and they got to hit him because I'm telling you the guy's going to sooner or later he's going to wear down looking for a physical game looking for a lot of fireworks but I love it I can't wait man to talk to you next time but this is going to be absolutely a must watch TV yeah I know 100% it's it's going to be a, it's going to be a hyped game uh I'm I'm it sucks that it's not a Sunday night game well I mean obviously I mean we have to uh, we have to work it, but uh, but like it, it it would be this feels like a, a night game worthy game. It's gonna be a ten a.m. game, so it's gonna be very uh, it's gonna be a crazy crazy game. Uh, a lot riding kind of on each one. The Chargers right now are three and zero in the AFC. They are in the conference and they are two and zero in their division. But man, if you can go four and zero into your bye week, four and zero in the conference, five and one on your uh and your rec like you that's your record you're sitting pretty in the afc especially because coming back your schedule is not that tough i mean i think i saw the chargers have i think the 10th easiest schedule coming back uh from the bye week so you come back you have new england on halloween on spooky halloween lorenzo you got uh you got you go to philadelphia and then obviously there's uh there's a little bit there because shane steichen is now the offensive coordinator of Philadelphia is the Chargers former uh, offensive coordinator so it's going to be it's going to be crazy coming back but yeah no Lamar Jackson uh against uh against Justin Herbert is going to be electric um I mean literally he's he, he's already had to face uh 
He's already had to face Dak Prescott. He's already had to face uh, Baker Mayfield. He's already oh. he's Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr. That if if that's not an opening schedule, Lorenzo, that is like running the gauntlet. I don't know what is. And you know what, though, Fernando, the good thing about this, this is why this game means so much. You've already beat the Raiders. The Raiders beat Baltimore. You're in the AFC. If you win this game, now you get head-to-head. You win your head-to-head yep. matchup against Baltimore. So now, at the end of the season, if you have a tied, if your record is the same, you win it because the head-to-head and strength of schedule because you would have beat a Raider team that beat, that beat them, and you would have beat them head-to-head. This game has so much riding on it, and this game has so much riding on it for Baltimore because Baltimore loses the Raiders. That means the Raiders beat, uh, you know, and then, and then if Baltimore can beat the Chargers, they're in good, you know, because now that nullifies that loss to the Raiders. So yeah. this game, man, it has so much riding on it. I know you and I were talking about that. So this is a huge game for both these teams. So I think it's going to be a – and, and you don't think both these coaches are preaching the same thing? This is going to be a hell of a game. This is going to be a big-time game, and I can't wait to see how this thing shakes out. Yeah, I know, definitely. It is going to be one for the ages. 10 a.m. start, like I said, Pacific. So I'm sure all eyes will be glued on that game just because of the implications, like you said, of what this means. Like I said, if the Chargers go 5-1 and one into the bye week and 4-0 and oh in the division, especially with some – or in the conference, especially with some of the weapons that they have coming back – I mean, honestly, it's it's looking good for them. But for right now, I mean, Lorenzo, this has been, again, a lot of fun. The, the, it just, when you and I get together, man, it, it is electric. Oh, my God. Today was an awesome show, fun show. Lorenzo, real quick, fans are keep on asking me. They're like, hey, we've seen Antonio Gates at the games. We've seen uh, Chris Dealman, Darren Sproles. When are we going to get number 41? Everybody's asking, but I know you. You're flashy, Lorenzo. You like that flashiness. I feel like that Sunday night game against the Pittsburgh Steelers might be the day that you grace SoFi, uh, SoFi Stadium with uh, your presence. I, I, I don't know, Lorenzo. It, fans keep on asking me about you. I know. It's time for the percolator. It's time for me <laughs> down to soak out. You and I rip it up and tear it up. It's going to happen. It's going to happen sooner than later. I'm not going to let them know. But I'm telling you, we're going to creep in there. You and I, brother, it's going to be something special. It's going to be so unique. I can't wait to get down to SoCal and let the fans see me. I can't wait to get down there and buy someone, one of these great fans a drink. And just hang out, man, with the crowd, with the people. I love it. We're going to do it. We will get down I there this year, and we're going to make it happen. I need I need a I need this unique picture. I need a picture of Lorenzo Neal in I formation with LT behind him and Antonio Gates at tight end. That'd be a great picture for the three of you guys. That'd be an awesome picture uh, to get all three of you guys, uh, all three of you guys together like that. So that would be something awesome. Let's do it. Hey, you know what? <laughs> when it, when I get down there, that'd be the thing we do, brother. I promise you, man. I'll get those two guys. We'll do that. That'd be the, one of the pitches for the ages. So, man, I love it. <laughs> This is a great show. Great talking to you. We got to do it again soon. Yep, we do. Thank you guys, everybody, and and uh, ha- be safe out there. Keep on having fun and and keep on enjoying the NFL season. And again, if you guys want to make some money, bet online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.